You're now listening to The Alternative Idiots, where facts don't matter. So how much is the Powerball now? $550 million. $450? If you were to win that, how much of that would you get? Like uh, $200. $200? Would you live a satisfying life with that? Hell yeah. I wouldn't. Never settle. Never be happy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back (laughs) to The Alternative Idiots. It is Fran. Yeah, boy. And I'm being joined by the greatest. Here we have the kid Castro. What's going on? You, bro. You good? Gentlemen. Uh, why are you wearing the Illuminati on your chest? Because hmm? I'm not Illuminati. Sure. Is that why you're wearing their advertisement? Is this why you're spreading their propaganda? Illuminati doesn't advertise. Hmm. We, we hmm. teach. Allegedly. We teach. Sure. Uh, we have the marvelous Steve. How you doing, Steve? I'm still marvelous. Right, you see, that's, nice. a, that's a producer right there. Nice, nice. And um, Jordan is sleeping on the couch. Are what you? else is Neil? Yo. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, we, we really need to stop recording when he's like just sleeping there. Yeah. We just invade his privacy, but whatever. Stop sleeping in like in the studio. In the, like, yeah. Asshole. Yeah, this is the we, this is the best studio in New York. Well, at least getting there. <laughs> if you choose I to sleep here. I clean your studio and I mix it too. Okay. Ignore Jordan, please. On that note, we are reporting live from DLC Studios, and we are glad. We are very happy to have you on board. We're very happy to have you listening to us. I would like to thank you for your time. Very valuable. Thank you for giving it to us. And we would like to remind you that we have an Instagram at Alternative Idiots, the dankest memes you've ever seen in your whole life, while he's the dankest memes in the Bronx. Hands down. No competition. Um, that is also our name on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and pretty much all major um, podcast platforms. So pick one and go listen to us. We're also on Spotify. I like Spotify because it has Bad Bunny albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Google Play. Yeah, nice. Google Play, you know. And you get YouTube Red for free on time. Oh, Are you plugging something in for though? No, I'm just oh, saying you. When, when you have Google Play, you get the... the the option of having Google Premium, YouTube Premium over there, bro. But wasn't that like a sale or something? No, I don't get anything out of it. Oh, yeah, that's cool. That's this, cool. Is, uh, this is me talking, a uh, great, great service. Good. Okay. You know, Spotify is a piece of shit now. What? No, Spotify is pretty good. Don't, so don't, are they giving it away for that, like a dollar? Don't burn that bridge. Why are you burning that bridge, man? How you know we're not going to get that Spotify money? Ladies and gentlemen, I would also like to remind you that we have uh, Twitter at Follow the Facts. That's follow the FAX for the most reliable, most personal, most creative tweets on this part of the Bronx. Yeah, we we are. Speaking of YouTube, Google. Google? Actually, Google's Google's owner is Alphabet, but whatever. Let's not get into that. But who owns, but everybody knows Google owns YouTube, so it's like, go with each other. Alphabet owns YouTube. Alphabet is the parent company. Yeah. And then they is an umbrella thing going straight down. Alphabet's very complicated, people. No, it's not. Look it's, into it. It's a, um, B, C, D, F, G. That's not what I'm talking about. I know, I'm just being a dick. <laughs> but yes. D, F, G, mad confidently, too. Yeah. Um, uh, Floyd Mayweather taught him the alphabet, so what do you expect? Mayweather only knows what's at B. What? He only knows A, B, and that's it. Yo, you know what's funny about is that? He if he's really illiterate... He's the most. Who's keeping track of his bookkeeping? Like you could do whatever with that, and he wouldn't know. No, 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 no. He can't read. Doesn't mean he doesn't know numbers. It's because he's fucking been hit so many times. 
<laughs> yeah, but you, you can know, know you can know numbers. You know one, two, three, but you might not know what A and C and <laughs> a D maybe. Yeah, I don't know how literacy works. Sorry, but yeah, yes, uh, YouTube did a thing. I'm sorry, but not YouTube. Google did a thing. Yeah. And well, it, it goes with YouTube yeah, also. Yeah, it's a little, you know. It's a little integration in there, but yeah. they, um, what they're, they're tackling the gaming world. The gaming world is a hundred and forty billion dollar industry. Can you believe that? Yeah, no, and they went, they went like heads on, like they, they just yeah. wanted cannonball yeah. into the pool. They said no playing games. They really taking put, the baby gloves off, and they just wanted punching yeah, hard. They came out swinging. Yeah, like, um, what was it that? So instead of having a console, basically it's going to be a streaming service. And you'll be able to connect it through anywhere. You, you have a tablet, you have a phone, you're on your computer, and you can play with everybody in one shot. So it's just like this great interactive thing that, you know, it's just like the yeah. future is here now. They, Actually, they don't want to wait. Before that, let's, let's name it. It is called Stadia. Yeah, Google Stadia. The Google Stadia. And what it is, is like Fidel just mentioned, it's a streaming service where you don't need a console. All you need is something that you most likely already have. You just need some type of smart device, either a phone, a tablet, mm -hmm. a laptop. They even mention your Chromebook, your Chromecast, yeah. I'm sorry, and they're in Chromebook. But so now for the PC too? Yeah, you know, yeah. if you have a PC, you can run. If you yeah. have a Chrome browser, yeah. you can run 60 frames per second, 4K games. Yeah, which is amazing. And they promised it. 8K at 120 frames per second oh we have to see when that happens first you know like that it's always easier to talk than actually perform all right yeah like i am they demoed it uh will they deliver that's a different question i think we were reading an article about someone that was on the floor and so um the writer were he or she they were inside uh after the conference i went to the hotel and they were connected to the um, hotel wi-fi so you know you already know that's not that strong no it's not the best wi-fi in the world so basically when they connected to that wi-fi at the very beginning it started with i think like the response time was like half a second from like controller to video yeah and it was horrible which and is a, the that's a deal breaker if you're playing a video game and it takes a whole second for your input to register that's gonna that's that's a deal breaker no yeah. i'm not gonna play that game i'm turning it off and the 60 F fps would i think it dropped what to like the, he he I'm quoting him. He said it dropped to PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, speaks. so think about how many people PowerPoint. Were in that wifi? So how many people were in the hotel and how strong was the Wi-Fi? How strong was the Wi-Fi? Well, you got to think about it as a tip. We don't know that number. That's yeah. a number that's not going to be known, but you got to think about a, a typical... But this is a public Wi-Fi on a hotel. Oh, yeah, public Wi-Fi, so we should know how... No, but you got to think about... I mean, this is not, not pushing 100 megabytes per second. Yeah. I, don't, I doubt it. We're talking about like maybe like 20. I mean, I'm guessing they had a hard connection, so they, they must have gotten... Well, we don't know that, because also we don't know if it was connected to a laptop directly, or they were actually... Because he said Wi-Fi, so yeah. they wouldn't be, it wouldn't be hard connected. They would have said they were connected to yeah. landline. But he also did emphasize that I mean, Google line. did not want to have a controlled environment. They kind of wanted to put this out there yeah. with the purpose of kind of failing. And it, and it did. Yeah. Um, he mentioned how the Google employees were just like super nervous. Well, they didn't I, know what to do. Well, at one point they restarted it, and the system did run better after yes. that. Yes. So... Sometimes it depends what's going on. So, you know, maybe you just need to restart your network or yeah. your router needs a, a reset. Yeah. He did mention that after they restarted the console, that it ran buttery smooth and there was absolutely no hiccups. So, if that is the case, then this could completely change gaming. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that we haven't found out from Google yet is pricing. Yes. Pricing is going to be a, a big a, a big selling point just because I think they have to be reasonable. They are providing an amazing product where you're able to stream to any platform 
you can even go from platform to platform. So let's say that I'm streaming on my TV and I and I wanted to leave for whatever reason, yeah. I can actually pick up my phone and 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 I'll be exactly where I was in the game yeah. on my phone. And then this is this is like it's great though this what they talk about the whole concept and everything. But it's also like like we said like pricing. Let's say hypothetically. It's thirty bucks a month, which is not a bad price. It's no, great. I think that's reasonable. But if they're saying that you also have to buy each game, yeah, that's when you start saying, "Well, this is not doesn't make sense right. price wise. This is when it's becoming overpriced because, if, let's say hypothetically, all the games you used to play, you have to buy them at full price. Yeah, because it's a new system and everything. So they're saying, "Hey, that game that you own for two years, well, it's sixty bucks again." You're like, "Wait, wait what the fuck?" So now I have to start from scratch. Yeah, that that would definitely kind of deter me a little bit if I had to get into the subscription if i will have to buy uh you know opt into the subscription while also having a good connection to the internet because mm -hmm. you know that's that's not cheap yeah and no. then i also had to rebuy all my games that would be kind of a a, a very economical burden on me yeah. i will have to think about that but but also like one thing that that's really about the revenue that, that google could start making is also that they're going to use youtube a lot yes yes this this you, this you, service is deeply integrated with youtube actually yeah. They want you to have an interaction. Uh, what uh, what they made this seem like was that the perfect interaction was going to be that you would be watching a YouTuber play a video game, um, and you could jump into the video game exactly where they're at and play where they are playing. Yeah. Or even join them in a multiplayer game if they're if that's what they're doing. And in a way, they basically Google and YouTube will be making massive money because if you're going to talk about maybe the top gamers, they're joining there. So automatically, everybody's going to turn to YouTube to see what the top gamers are mm -hmm. doing. So then they're like, oh, okay, maybe I could just join Ninja right now. Because he threw up the share button like for anybody to join. So now they're getting double revenue because you're using their service from the Google Stadia. Mm -hmm. And then potentially with the YouTube advertisement and everything, you're going to be watching this live stream. So, you know, there's going to be more sponsors and more things going on. Because yeah. it's going to get a larger a larger. Uh, a larger audience right now i do agree with that that is good the way that th this thing is going to change advertising advertising excuse me um it's going to be interesting just because let's say that ubisoft was you know advertising on youtube mm -hmm. and then ubisoft also had a deal with ninja for example oh. if you were to be ninja and get someone to play ubisoft's game that would that that's like you becoming that the ad, that's yeah, advertisement working because yeah. you're you're making the consumer want something and then you're giving them the opportunity to instantly jump into it and also the content is very low like i mean if you're recording yourself streaming after you have your equipment it's going to be a low production you're not you don't have to worry about money being put into it too much right it's just going to record it share it you have the subscription everybody's there jumping on it and everybody a lot of people love watching people play yeah it's kind of a thing and now you get to i mean esports is a thing you know yeah. who would have thought yeah, I know some people that don't have like some consoles. They just like go on Twitch and just look at people play games that they can play from their home or whatever. Yeah, no, yeah. that's like one of the benefits about yeah, exactly. it is that you're just gonna be able to jump in with anybody. You're like, oh, okay, let me get this game. One of my favorite YouTuber plays this. Boom! Now I can start playing with them because they just hit the share button and everybody's just there playing with each other. But not only that, this console. Oh, it's not a console. This service is supposed to be the Netflix. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be the it's gonna be the Netflix of gaming, but it's not as the thing about the Netflix of gaming. We all knew this was gonna happen. We all knew eventually it was gonna happen. But for for movies, it's easier because movies you just put them on a platform, have people stream off of it. 
for music, the same thing. For gaming, it's a little more difficult because you have yeah. to actually have a processor and have to have all these different components working together in order to give you these physics and give you these graphics. Google is willing to pick up the tab on the processing power. Well, yeah, because they already know that there's a big potential. Like, we're talking about the whole... You, connecting YouTube to Google is not just for the games. It's because they know what this is going to be massive revenue. Yeah, they know this is the next big thing. Gaming is huge. Like I said, $140 billion industry. So, real quick, a small curveball. Um, Steam is developing a Play Anywhere service-like device. Mm -hmm. So, not not necessarily the same thing as uh, Stadia, but the idea that all of your Steam games are on the go. Like, I think that this article was referring to the fact that you would be able to play with this pocket device on your phone, on your tablet, on... Basically whatever. the same... Uh... Yeah. It's essentially, but I feel like YouTube, the implication is so much larger. I mean, uh, with Google, it's so much larger because this is the first time that, like, people who stream for a living will also be directly saying, like, I brought you 6,000 yeah, people. This, but that's what I'm saying, like, um, yeah, since, exactly. like, since the top YouTuber, because there's people that are, like, Ninja's, like, number one right, right. now. Let's say Ninja, he just says... Oh, look, this is how many people I got to get this game because, yeah. um, you know, it might not be exactly that, but because, and look, how many people are coming into it on a regular stream. Or just for me, because, or, or people that want to play with Ninja that are willing to stay in a queue. Just to watch. Him. So it's like, these are the eyeballs. Look how many eyeballs I have on, on live stream. So it's like, let's say you got 6,000 people watching on a regular, you know, somebody like. Um, let's and, say out of 6,000, you got 500 to play. Yeah. And like, you know, that's when you get sponsors and sponsors start yeah. putting more money because, and that's what I'm saying, like. That's going to um, completely change advertisement. Well, advertisement has always changed because every time uh, before, the way to advertise was through newspapers. Mm -hmm. And then TV, that became over the, the, the main thing. Everybody, you put advertisements there. And now YouTube is one of the biggest things. Like, if you notice all the Super Bowl commercials, they get put on YouTube be yeah. and they get massive views. Right. So it's always like YouTube is a place to go now when you're, when you're combining two huge industries. But like that. Because YouTube is already media and now you're putting gaming together. They're they're basically holding hands. But I mean, that's a very good point, though, because what you're what you're saying is that Google is deeply interwoven into the gaming into with this new gaming experience, where it's actually kind of the main focus of it. They want you to come into YouTube so they can advertise to you, and then from YouTube you're gonna be able to play the game. Yeah, because one thing is that even though stream um Steam is gonna be having you know any play device at the moment. They don't have the draw. Like, yeah, you enjoy this game, but now you have a face. Mm -hmm. That's what YouTube, that's what they're able to do. So, like, also, so now if, if you have a face, they can actually say, my revenue is this much. I should get paid this much because look what I'm bringing for you now. Right. Yeah, before, if, you, if you're on Steam, you know, you're just going to see, like, oh, okay, people like playing this game. Great. Right. There's no extra, like, payoff. But there's a lot more to it, too. And, I mean, coming back to the Steam thing, other companies have attempted to do this before, you know? Um, actually, the PS, the PS, uh, the PlayStation has a similar service. Oh, PlayStation is, is, yeah, is, that is not as good. We we've seen different services like these, but the reason why this is so good is because this is not a startup doing this, or this is not a small company doing this. It is Google. It is a multi-billion, multi-billion dollar company putting, you know, coming into this new industry and trying to really disrupt it and give it some competition. 
So just the fact that it's a major company putting everything they have into this and wanting to make it as good as possible, that is going to be a huge impact. Yeah. I mean, um, speaking about, you know, talking about impact, you know, just to get off of Google for a little bit. We have a new virtual mall in New York now. It's called the virtual Hudson. Mall? The Hudson Yard. That's what yeah. they want to call it. It's a virtual yeah. mall, but it's a fucking mall. <laughs> it's a mall. No, no, no. They, my, my correction. is a virtual shopping experience. Whoa. Can you uh, elaborate on the shopping experience? No, that's just the fucking shit they're giving it. They're they're using a lot of euphemistic language out here. Yeah, it's just just to sell you something new, which is the same bullshit that we have in all the streets. Yes, but the Hudson Yard is our next new gimmick in New York City, and we are very excited. This thing is going to be huge. It's going to be great. I mean, they could have done so much more things instead of giving you a new fucking shopping mall. But look what it is. Look what it is. We're bringing luxurious brands to new york city yeah, along with br- beautiful architecture that's fine but the problem is that you're not taking care of your other 99 percent of your population that's broke okay like fine you're you're, bring, you're appealing to the one percenters that have all this money that can go to these restaurants and that's so okay so only you're trying to select the people yeah you can go and take a freaking instagram picture real quick in front of the vessel, whatever it's right. called. Actually, on that, real quick, just a quick note. Did you hear that every picture taken, taken at um, vessel? at the vessel, it's owned by the vessel? No. Yeah. There's no. a huge uproar right now where they're trying to fight that off, but pretty much they're saying that if you take a picture there, they own that picture. So you might as well just take your dick out and, like, do you seriously want this picture then? No, yeah, they own it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you were saying... No, like, so, basically, like, instead of uh, worrying about putting, like, a new huge shopping mall, how about you start putting more development? Like, there's not enough housing. Well, there is going to be housing. Housing is part of, you know, the development of the Hudson Yard. There's going to be, it it is luxury homes. Luxury, luxury but I'm saying, like, not everybody, there's only 1% that could afford that. So, what about the people that are struggling, the ones that have to stay, like, in a cramped up apartment because that's all they can afford? I mean, but that's the reality of New York. Another reality of New York is that it's going to be in Manhattan, Okay. There's no broke boys in Manhattan, especially not downtown. Yeah, but wouldn't that be increasing traffic now? There's going to be a bit... Traffic in Manhattan is horrible regardless of what's happening. No, it's not that bad. But now if you're you're following traffic to 34th Street, you already have people going to what? Grand Grand Central? Yeah. And now you're going to have another freaking spot on 34th Street nearby? No, that's going to be fucking ridiculous, man. But what's wrong with that? Not only is this spot going to be great for, for, for bringing in... All these new stores, all these new businesses, um, bringing in wealthy individual and giving out jobs, but it's also going but, but to be. Do we even know if those are going to be quality jobs? Like, what would, of know? course, I mean, there's going to be a, a lot of luxurious stores down there. I'm pretty sure they pay very well. And uh-huh. again, the minimum wage in New York City right now is fifteen dollars. Shout out. Yeah, that's fine, but it's still at the end of the day. It's like, yeah, these people are working, but. What are they going home with? Because everything else is expensive. If you're I rent, mean, you're going home with a job. People most of the time are paying almost two thousand dollars for one bedroom. Okay, but and, so and, now and if at least because at least if we would have developed more buildings and had that for public housing, then you could have a whole bunch of people being able to supply more to the economy from the bottom dollar. Because if you're not spending so much on rent, you can start doing more like not luxury luxury stuff, but you can actually start just buying more stuff in general. And, and bulk and then that right. could get taxed and everything but no we're always worried about the damn one percent but here's the thing the one percent as you as you, as you say has been leaving new york city okay do we want that does that benefit new york no it doesn't we want to keep those people here so they can spend their money here 
Now, another thing is, think of all the tourism. There's gonna be so many tourists all over the place. There's gonna be so much money flowing all over the place. Don't we have enough of them already? But there's gonna be more money. I more were, tourists. I thought you were against immigration. We're talking about tourism. <laughs> I'm just fucking. <laughs> um, but tourism's gonna be amazing. It's gonna bring in a bunch of money. And it's gonna be good for everybody. Don't you want new roads? Don't you want this sidewalk to be clean? No, because they don't give a fuck about the neighborhoods. They only care but about... where's that money gonna go? It's gonna come back right back to us. No, it's not. It always goes. We could we could spend more money. What was it like? Twenty five billion dollars was spent over there. We did drop twenty five billion dollars. Why not develop that or put it into fucking education? But I, I, but we gotta get that money back again. Tourism, the one percent coming back, long? and all these new businesses. But that's not guaranteed. We're talking about options. At least I if mean, you know, at least if you know, you put it into schools. At least you're gonna see the funding. You're gonna get new books. You're gonna get new equipment and stuff like that. You can you could. You can see it, and, and you can and you can end up seeing results of it. We might see results f- from the the Hudson Yards. But you know what? We're also gonna see a brand new New York, <laughs> a New York that is modern, a New York for the future. Doesn't don't don't our kids deserve that? No, they do deserve it. They deserve their own New York. They deserve a beautiful New York. No, New York is fine, and that's what the Hudson Yard is gonna is gonna provide. Nah, I don't know. That's just going to make everything more expensive, bro. We're going to go broke, and the rich people are going to go richer. I mean, that's going to happen regardless. Might as well have beautiful architecture, you know? This motherfucker. <laughs> um, talking of beautiful architecture, my face, beautiful. I mean, I know this is a podcast, you can't see it, but it's beautiful. I mean, if if you hit if you hit the dirt enough time, yeah, I can see. The Hudson Yard is going to make New York beautiful. It's going to make New York a model, a city that you want to visit, to be inspired. And it's going to be the so, city yes. for our kids in the future. Ah, fuck the future. Our kids are the future. And... People were already inspired by New York City. Oh, what? Oh, I said people already are inspired by New York City. I understand that. But this is going to take New York City to the next level. We want our kids to be inspired, okay? We want, we want new great thinkers. The Hudson Yard is going to be a bright new future for our kids. Uh, if you say so. I mean, I know so. I mean, what about kids? Fuck them. No, no. We need to protect our kids. Kids are the future, which is why we need to make sure that what they're watching, what they're intake, what they're taking in is good. Uh, I, mean, I mean, a lot of kids watch YouTube. Kids, that's, that's one of the big things right Oof, there. YouTube kids. YouTube kids. Let me talk to you about YouTube kids real quick. There is going, right currently, on YouTube Kids, there is an epidemic. Yeah, I think I read a little bit about that. An epidemic of people taking advantage of it to try to spread propaganda to your kids. Well, not only that, um, also the creators are taking advantage of children. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a, it's a multi, multi-level thing that we don't even know what the hell is going to happen anymore. There's a lot of stuff. Every time I hear about YouTube Kids, there's always something happening. Uh... The last thing we heard about it was the Momo challenge thing, which well, not even there's even one more recent where a mother she's uh she recorded her kids like they will do skits for her and mm-hmm. whatever, but then she was abusing them like she took them out of school, she was hiding them in uh in a closet like that that was called a green room and like one of the kids like he was um abused like he was pepper sprayed from head to toe, and he had to deal with that and it's like wait what the fuck like yeah. So we're seeing all these stories coming out of YouTube kids where we constantly see creators exploiting kids. We, we see kids um, being mis, 
mistreated, they're being abused uh, verbally and physically in order to create content um, to get views and to make money for the parents. We, we've seen, like you mentioned, that, that situation. There's, oh, there was also a very similar situation Daddy with a five. channel called Daddy of Five. Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah, five. Where uh, it was, it was, a, it was a, two parents and their kids. And what would happen is that the parents would um, have the kids do all these very <coughs> odd things. I remember at one point there was a situation where he had like a slapping contest with the kids. And you could tell, like these kids were disturbed. They were... They were um, very upset. They were crying, and he would still make them, and he would still make them hurt each other. Yeah. Um, there were also videos where the kids were crying out in distress, asking the parents, "Why are you recording? Why do you keep doing this?" Um, and it was super disturbing. Um, and when they looked into it, yeah, these kids were being neglected. They were being abused, and this is uh, something that is happening across YouTube kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to mention, did you hear about like the the Elsa Gate? No, I don't remember Elsa Gate. Elsa Gate was where there were these adults making like these fake Elsa videos, like mm-hmm. where Spider Man got Elsa pregnant. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. Elsa like gave birth to like a demon or like or like Shrek. <laughs> and but that's the thing, like we don't, if we're not monitoring or anything, and it just sucks because it's both on both sides. There's also people, that, you know, it's on the creator side that are targeting, and also people in the comment section too. Mm-hmm. It's like pedophiles going after kids section and like they're trying to like talk to them because you know yeah in youtube now you can connect with people also right right so it's just a whole it's a slippery slippery slope it is a very slippery slope actually when you mentioned that comment i did hear a story and I'm, i don't mean to scare you what i what i mean to what i mean to do is to be alert to yeah to make you aware of these things so that you could be a little more you could pay more attention to your children but what was happening in the comment section was that in certain videos you know, there were all these men, like, just with these very explicit comments, just, like, super disturbing that, that were pedophilia. There were, there, there were like, a, a community of pedophiles just communicating on their children's video, like, an innocent gymnastic video. That, that's super disturbing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, no, it's a weird, crazy world that we live in now. It is. It is. Parents, please be aware. Please don't fall for... for Cheap tricks like Momo or creepy pastas. If you don't know, if you don't know what a creepy pasta is, look it up. Just look it up. Google it. Trust and me, you'll be more aware of situations. Monitor your kids. Parental control is a thing. You know. And tell your senators to legalize weed in New York. Do it. Come on. It's almost summer. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to thank you again for joining us. It is always a pleasure to have you on board. It is always a good time. I would like to remind you. That we are on all major podcast platforms at Alternative Idiots. Fidel, any last words? Um, no, no. No? Fuck it. I'm out. No, Sleeping Jordan's back. Peace and love. Peace and love. Steve? Homo sapiens killed Homo erectus. <laughs> that is a fact. Facts. Sorry about that, Homo erectus. Religion is fake. We use it to make money back. Later.